Welcome to Mystical Motherhood's podcast season three. We are in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic and we're all at home right now. So if you're listening to this at a later time, the things that people are going through is really bringing up some deep and substantial present and past experiences that need to be come up in the level of darkness we're facing in order to create more light within. Today's guests is going through quite a lot being re-triggered by past trauma from her mother. We talk about how to clear the house of entities, how to protect yourself from negative outside forces, specific mantras you can use, and how to actually protect your house using an energetic force. We go deeper into trauma and we talk about the seven steps to awakening, which is an alchemical process, but also Mary Magdalene's steps such as attachment and ignorance and um, numbing our bodies with um, pollutants to not feel the pain. And I take her through some basic meditations that she can do to help relieve some of the stress that she's under right now and begin to heal her from her past. And it takes dedication. It takes really looking within. It takes protecting yourself from others, from the outside world in order to go through a deep healing and healing of the heart. And as I've said in many podcasts, we are going through a massive heart opening on this planet right now. And so you're going to feel a little bit crazy sometimes going from your head, going to your heart, going to your head again. And everything that's unhealed within you is going to come up. And this is what mystical motherhood, my work is all about. It's about helping women go through the awakening process so that they can become better women and better mothers. You can find this all on www.mysticalmotherhood.com. Both of my books are available on Amazon, printed under Pritam Atma and on my website. Please email me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com if you'd like a private session, if you need help with anything, if you know someone who needs help, if you have any questions or even any podcast ideas that you would love to have discussed. I'm here for you. And sending you love during this crucial time on the planet. Okay, so Suzanne, how are you? We haven't spoken in a year. Yeah. Um, tell me what you've been doing for the last year and what's going on in your life right now and what you need help with because anyone who's listening is going to need the same help. Right. Um, well, let me see if I can summarize the last year. So the last time we spoke, I would I had just quit a full-time job. Um, my career consisted of 11 years in corporate America, six years at a nonprofit largest Christian church in the United States. And while the span of all that time was the start of me healing and connecting with myself, um, it started with physical healing it was many, many years of debilitating chronic illness that led me to energy healing work that really moved the needle for me. Finally, I had tried everything physically with all kinds of alternative medicine practitioners and such. And finally, I just came to an epiphany that there was something within me that was sabotaging my vitality. And was there any entities with your family that I found? What, tell me about that. Um, Yes. So growing up, I was, I lived in a very traumatic home. Can you define what traumatic is for us? Because uh, <laughs> we, yeah. well, let's do a um, range because, because that's what we love is we love to, we love to heal the trauma here. Yes. So, um, very kind of mentally, emotionally abusive father. Was he bipolar? He's definitely, there's mental illness in both my parents that's okay. undiagnosed and treated. Mm-hmm. And was he depressive and then manic? No, he was just pretty much always um, really cruel. Just cruel. Okay. You don't yeah. really, you don't know what it was, but I feel, I'm reading that there is some mental illness. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm just pulling, as I'm doing this, I want to, I'm going to read a quote to you after this. So I'm pulling up my phone, just so you know. Okay. Keep going. Um, And then... So my mom was always the victim. She had four kids. I was the oldest of four. Um, okay. It took her six years to get pregnant with me. And then the rest came, bam, bam, bam. So there's 
six years total between me and my youngest brother. Um, so we were, we always stuck together. The siblings just tried to stick together. Um, did what we could to lay low, not get in too much trouble when we were kids, you know. Um, my mom is the victim for sure. Uh, very, very religious household. Um, at church all the time. So then you played out all the healing of, of working in corporate America and then working for the church to try to heal that part of you and found that it wasn't to be found in that belief system, correct? Right. Okay. So I want to read a quote by Mary Magdalene to you that came to mind immediately. Okay. This is from Mary Magdalene's gospel. And she says, the first form is darkness. The second is desire. The third is ignorance. The fourth is zeal for death. The fifth is the realm of flesh. The sixth is the foolish wisdom of the flesh. The seventh is the wisdom of the wrathful person. These are the seven powers of wrath. And so she discusses, I mean, this is like, there's a movie, remember the seven, the wraths in that movie. And these are, these are actually the steps to awakening fully as a human. And until you go through them, you don't know how painful they can be and how much can come up and how absolutely crazy you can feel when you're going through it. And I believe that you're actually in the stage of the wrathful person. And so I'm feeling, I don't know if it's your anger I'm reading, but like a a rage is coming through you. This is no thing to be mad at. I have been there. I have been so angry. Yeah. Well, rage classified my childhood. Right. So what we have to do, and this is what mystical motherhood's all about is is I don't want people to go into the trauma all the time. I want you to be able to focus on the best parts of yourself. I am this woman. I am strong. I am independent. I am um, financially stable. I I want everyone to get up Maslow's hierarchy to the self-actualized human. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need to tap into that level of trauma. Mm -hmm. And for you, I remember a year ago, I gave you the Jupiter chakra meditation to tap into that trauma, which we'll talk about in a second and how that went for you if you continued it. But Again, all of these seven steps, darkness, and right on the planet right now, there's also seven steps to alchemy. And alchemy is, I write about alchemy in my second, in my right. second book, Fertile, and my third book will take three people through the, each step of alchemy in a really, really, really deep way. Because the only way we can bring these type of children down or change our family, so even if anyone's listening to this and you're not going to have a baby, that's fine. You're going to clear your generation. And so it's like the, the people that listen to my work are the ones that are the last stand. And so their DNA is not going to take it anymore. And they came into their family, incarnated into the family to be the last of the people that allow that to come through. And I find that the ones that do this are going through a lot, right? Do you feel like you're like, why did I be put in this family? What the heck could um, possibly um, happen to be more, right? Yeah. So darkness. Desire, which is insane attachment, right? Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. It's like we don't want to see the obvious. We don't want to see that our boyfriend's an asshole. We don't want to see that our parents are horrible to us. We don't want to see that we're we're involved in too much money and we're not helping other people. We we don't want to see those parts of ourselves. Zeal for death is is our ability to just die and be resurrected. The realm of the flesh is sexuality, even using our sexual desire to show off to men. I mean, all of these things need to be worked out as a human. The foolish wisdom of the flesh is um, almost toxifying our bodies. So that's like, why do we have to numb ourselves? Why do we have to, why in these times right now, I have heard more people and more of my friends saying they're wasted off out of their mind when this is the most valuable time ever to go through the darkness. And so one of the ways to get out of the darkness is to not to do the drugs, to do the, you right. know, everything. And then, right. um, the, the, the seventh is the wisdom of the wrathful person. So that is where you are. Oh yeah. I'm angry. So sure. let's talk about, oh, I want cool. you to close your eyes <clears throat> and I want you to take a moment to touch into that anger fully. And what is it like? 
I mean, it's just burning. Is it, Suzanne, is it you or is there an entity on you? I mean, I feel. If there's an entity on you, I'd like to speak to the entity now. When is the last time you were in contact with your mother? Um, she was at my home. She's been in and out of my house quite a bit over the last month, month and a half. She stayed with me for nine days in and February. Is that the And then did your um, rage start after she stayed with you in February? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, she tries to pick fights to wear me down to rage on her. Um, and didn't I tell you to stay away from your mother? Yes. And then why did she get in your home for nine days? <clears throat> because she's burning her life down and she leverages guilt to convince her children to do the heavy lifting of her life for her. So when you look at your mother, what's her name? Melanie. And she's a burning fire. <laughs> she's corrosive and everywhere she goes yeah. she le leaves a residue of an oil yeah and that oil is slimy and black do you see it it's definitely it's like a thick mucus and so she can transfer that negativity onto other people and right now on the planet there's something going on there's an energetic virus that's being hit by the planet okay and people are gonna people are going to get this virus is gonna get it's not about the coronavirus only. There's an energetic virus ha happening and, and people are perceptible to it. Or so if you're not strong enough or you don't have enough protection up, or you don't know how to handle these kind of negative uh, things that are hitting the planet, you basically get taken over as, as no one, you could think I'm sound nuts right now until it happens to you. So do you feel like that was what happened when mom came to visit? Yes. Okay. And so tell me how you're, because I'm seeing like a, we need to clear your house out. I'm going to teach you how to clear your house, okay? So I want to use a purple flame, and then you need to do this within your mind, okay? And if put on purple protection this morning. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm using purple too. Okay, perfect. So I want we want to burn the house. I want you to right now together. We are going to put a purple flame around all the corners of the house within the house. We're not doing it on the outside yet. Actually, on the inside of each of the rooms, and anyone who's listening, you can do this to protect your house. Use a purple flame or St. Germain. So go, shh, just see every room. I want you to walk through every room, and I want you to see yourself in light. And I, before we do this, actually, before we start this, I want you to walk, in, I want you to energetically walk inside of a, like a, a, a glass jar, your whole body. Physically put yourself inside of a glass jar. We're going to open up a portal up to heaven and we're going to put one down into earth. So really ground your energy. And the, and the angels within, that are guiding you to me. And we're going to ask Mother Mary, Goddess Isis. Angel Gabriel and Angel Michael to hold space on all four sides. And if there's any sort of a attachment onto you, um, anything that needs to be released, I'd like you to put your hands upon your forehead right now. And I want you to see your body walking inside the can this, this glass container. And I want you to, are you willing to be lit on fire with the purple flame? Yes. So I want you to just walk inside of this and just see yourself being lit up. And if there are any colors coming out of you now when you when this happens. I see the purple flame with shots of white. Okay. And then what happens when you step inside this uh, fire? If there's anything to be released, just let it be released outside your house. And it's going to go up now. Yeah, it's like melting orange or something. Like some orange liquid is being melted off. Okay, so just let it gather at the bottom of your feet. Any other colors coming off? Some yellow, some black. And then as it's melting off, just watch it burn, okay? It doesn't collect at your feet. Any ooze? Uh, yeah, in my, in my heart space. Okay, can you open up your heart space? Like, and then I want you to see the heart, the flaming heart of Jesus right now with the thorns. And I want you to place that 
just around you, that, that idea of the opening of the heart chakra. And if there's any attachments or entities attached to Susanna right now, I'm asking, I'm commanding them out. I'm asking for Mother Mary to help me do this and allowing these entities to leave you now. And take a deep breath in and out through your mouth. Any other colors coming out? Um, no, not colors, but like almost like seeds or something like thorns, like popping out. Yeah. Get them all out. So just like thorns, just pull them out. So if there's like, does any surgery need to be done or just, they can just come out easily. I think they can come out easily. Okay. How many are there? Do you have a number or is it just a lot? Um, maybe like 10. Okay. Keep letting them go. And then check your digestion. Just allow, just want you to see the, di they're showing me the digestion tube within you that I want you to light it up. Like, like all the way around the digestion, it's all light. So that, I don't know if there's any, anything with your bowels been different recently. Oh, I woke up with pain in my intestines. Yeah, so we're going to heal that now because they're showing me that. Has it been just today or just the whole time? Um, I've been ill for over a month. And part of that has been detoxification. So, and I, I did a candida cleanse with my doctor. Okay, yeah, they're really showing me the bowels right now. So I want you to just light up your bowels. You can heal them right now. I want you to do this like every day, two to three times a day with light. Okay. And then towards the bottom, the ileum, or not ileum, I'm blanking on the, the name right now. Any blood in your um, bowels? No, but I'm going, I'm pooping constantly. Are, are, is it because of your diet different or? Um, because I started a candida cleanse and my body has been trying and it did not go well. And it just basically wrestled up a ton of candida and it inflamed my lungs significantly and my bowels. And it started in my bowels. It was from a stool test. So it was trapped there, and then it got circulated throughout my whole system, and now my body's trying to clear it. Okay, I can see it. So we can put your hands down, on your, and it's on your stomach now. Okay. So I want this part of you. I don't – I just followed – I think the best person to follow for these kind of things is a medical medium, Anthony William. Mm -hmm. Do you know him? Yes. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know about your doctor, but he's just so good and at home if anyone else is having issues with this. Because, you know, we have to, if we're not willing to change our lives, the physical things will manifest on a level that will just make us stop in our tracks, right? Exactly. Okay. Is there anything else to burn or do you feel like you've cleared? Tell me when you're done. My feet are lighting up. Yeah, I saw that too. Is there like a heaviness in your feet? Like you feel like you can't move anywhere. You can't go anywhere. Um, I started having left heel pain yesterday. And then this morning it kind of moved my right heel, but it's mostly the left heel. Okay. Um, but I feel like I need to drain out of my feet. Okay. So just drain it out of your feet right now. Maybe see yourself lying down and your feet going up in the air. And you can do that after we get off the phone. <clears throat> Okay, so I don't feel like there's any more of an entity present within you. Yeah. But I want you to stay within this glass jar, and I want you to see yourself, like, walking within this glass jar as we're clearing out your rooms. Now, everyone who's listening, if, you, if you're having a, a, a odd experiences happening in your house, like a light's going off or on, um, technology issues, um, really, really alternative experiences and you don't know what's going on and you're like, am I going crazy? You're not. So if you ever have an entity in your home or you have somebody visit and you feel like there's a vampire within like energy vampire, or you need to be protected, 
energetic work on protecting your home is just as real as um, putting a lock on your door. And it's almost, um, it's, it's almost necessary. So I want you to take purple, purple flames and I want you to light up every room. And you can do it really quick if you have the power of your mind. Or you can go through each room and just see purple flames um, going around. Now I'm using purple flames for her house. If she, you can use red too, if you need to, like whatever color you, you are the most intuitive healer for your own space. So I want you to, particularly for you, Susanna, I want you to light up every room on the internal side. So it keeps that energy going up and in or up and out of the house and just create a portal up to heaven to allow and release that, that energy out. I want you to go through each room in your mind, and when we get off the phone, I want you to command. So if you have a ghost in your house or you have something going on, you just say, this is a house of God. This is a house of God. This is a house of God. I'm doing God's work here. Because if somebody's coming, if an entity or another spiritual realm, or even if people, you know, these realms are just as real as our walking realm. And the more you awaken, the more you'll see that the dimensions and timelines and all these different things are all going to start to even melt on a level that is almost undescribable to the human experience. So saying no matter what dimension you're in, if you're doing work for God and you're doing work for the highest, you will be honored for that. And so you can always protect your house by saying, this is a house of God. I'm doing work for God. If you're ever interdimensionally traveling and you get lost, you're actual traveling and, or you have an experience and you leave your body, you just say, I'm going home to God. I'm going home to God. If you come into contact with entities within your mind's eye or astral traveling or in your home, always protect yourself, always shield yourself. There is a force that you don't want to necessarily mess with and never take gifts unless you know what you're um, receiving. I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but just in case it ever happens. Are you going through each room still? Yeah, it's all. Okay. And I then see. afterwards, afterwards, you're going to go through, this is a house of God. This is a house of God. And you're going to do some work in your own house. So you can mm -hmm. do that. You're going to command it with a stick, like um, a big power stick, like they would have in Egypt. This is a house of God. That clears, it clears it out faster than you can ever believe. I mean, of course, like sage work and stuff is all real, but that's kind of play games. Another mantra you can say out loud is, is Baba Siri Chun's mantra and you only say it once a day and I will text it to you but if anyone's listening it's called Baba Siri Chund mantra he's a blue um and a blue I guess I only thing I could describe him as is like blue and powerful he's like the most protective he protects against psychic invasion and it's the mantra is Alak Baba Siri Chund Dirak and I will email that to you and I'll put it in the notes if I can find it online. But you only say it one time a day, but we can practice together since we're practicing and I'm teaching you it. Can you say that? Okay. No. <laughs> say it with me. D-Ruck. D-Ruck. Together. A-Luck. Babe City Chund. D-Ruck. So I'll put that in the notes and I'll text this to you. Okay. This is a really important mantra. If you feel like you are having a psychic attack or people are talking about you or you just need to be protected, I honest to God think some everyone should say this just once a day. I say it every morning okay. and I just do it. It's just a part of my habit. I made it a part of my day. Uh, we're still going to get to your rage, just so you know. We're just okay. talking about like the house and how no, to No, no, I appreciate it. it. Yes. No, I, I needed that and I felt it um, going through and clearing each room and portaling up to heaven and yeah. declaring it a house of God. I mean, that's the calling on my life is to heal and to break the lineage patterns and to help others in whatever lessons that I can. And mm -hmm. this is a huge, um, assault against my purpose and my, I, I'm glad to do it and I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and people, um, if you're like doing work on this planet, you're going to get attacked. I mean, I am 
I have mantras going. I have the mantra Tithal 2, which I've talked about in other. I'll send you that one too. It's called Tithal 2. T-I-H-A-I-T-O-O, I I think. Um, White Sun and Sonatum um, both play it or have created it, and I'll email it to you. But this is a mantra for protection. And so right now, if you're doing any work or you're wanting to go into, you want to keep a pot, the most important thing to do at this time on the planet is to keep your vibration and energy strong. Right. Um, It is the only work to do because we have about six months to get in that vibration. And if we don't get in that vibration in the next six months, you have, I was told, and I do believe this, you'll have about seven years in whatever vibration you're in by the next equinox. Sure. So it is not, and you will have anything come at you that's going to test your ability to stay in that love. And it is a choice right now on the planet. It's a choice between fear and love. So if you haven't worked through your demons, which we know from your past, your parents have demons in them. We've seen Uh them. We've worked with them. We've let them go, right? Right. And if they haven't, your parents haven't died yet, or they're still around in your life, or you haven't moved far away from them enough to get them out, you will be faced with them again to either clear them or to say, no, I choose a different path now. And so... It may take whoever's listening if you don't have these kind of, I mean, way esoteric experiences, which are just as real as to, to people that understand them as like going to the grocery store. But if you're having negative people call you, don't answer the phone. Make boundaries with what you'll say and who you'll speak to and what you allow. I have had two men try to break in my home already. Uh, one man tried to break in my home. One man sitting outside of my home, at, like yelling at me. There is no reason for that. But I had a, the level of intuition to go and walk to the door. But that's, I've never in my life from traveling all over the world in the most dangerous of places all over the planet doing a lot of spiritual work, have I ever had anybody attack me that way? So the times are really, I mean, I'm doing a lot of work in this home. I, I, I live in a church. I generate a lot of energy. I have mantras playing all the time, but I do believe that the work I'm doing allowed me to have the intuition to walk to the door to know a man was about to break in. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. So it's going to happen on, not to make anyone scared, but having that level of um, protection up, making, and there's another mantra called Ad Gude Name, Jugat Gude Name, Sat Gude Name, Siddhi Guru Dev Name, which I will text to you and I'll also put on the notes. That's a protective mantra. So you, when you say that mantra, which I'll send to you, you, you say it on each side. You start with the right, you go to the back of your body, then you go to the left of your body, then you go to the front. So it's odd gadename to the right, jugat gadename to the back, sat gadename to the left, siddhi guru dev aname. That's a protection mantra. So that, Baba Siddhi Chand, Tithal 2, is going to, and then um, making sure your house is protected and you have your high energy is going to protect you from your family and the level of the demons that are run through your family, which are very real. How does that feel to you when we say this to you? Uh, it feels like a breath of fresh air. Like I don't have to suffer the consequences of my family. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. I love it. Sometimes, now I'm going to talk to you about something that's going to may trigger you. Sometimes when we have mentally, so this was my own experience. And, and as I've been healing all parts of my generational line to be able to hold space for other women to do that, whatever was running in my line, I had to experience it in my face. So I also had a mentally ill father and I found that I kept attracting mentally ill men. And then I would find that the mentally ill men would trigger the mental illness within me of the obsessive about the male. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this in many podcasts of like whatever. And then I could, I could transfer this to career. I could transfer this to whatever your mom did. If your mom made you feel guilty, you're going to attract people in your life that make you feel guilty. Like just switch it out. Right. So then we consistently, if we do not fully clear it out, keep attracting that level. And then we almost have to burn that mental illness out of our own psyche. Right. So tell me in the ways that you have been experiencing rage through mental illness, that, that level of like almost the two go together. Yeah. Um, well, definitely rage with my mother since she was in my house. Um, there were, there was a huge instance rage when she was in my house um and that so just to explain I felt like I was being kind of pursued 
at night in particular when mm-hmm. I was sleeping. And I, I knew that there was an entity trying to wear my field down. She's been my energy vampire pretty much my whole life. Um, and I cut cords with her actually with you and that really downgraded our relationship. Um, but when she was here, I felt like I was being pursued. I texted some intuitive friends of mine being like, Hey, help me. How do I, what, what do I need to know? Um, and then eventually she was successful and antagonized me enough to where I raged harder than I think I ever have on her. And, um, and she loved that. And the entity, whatever on her loved. Oh yeah. It's not her and the entity and the entities love that because they're waiting. They, if anybody, and you can, if anybody is listening to this and you're scared about the word entity, what is it? Doesn't matter. Let's just say like a person gets rage, rages on you. Cause you, cause whoever's speaking, who have seen an entity or visualized one, it, it, it'll be a shape shifter within a body. So people will either be walk-ins, which is like they walk into a body and they take over so people can have several entities and with entities, you'll see a switch in personality oftentimes, which is also often diagnosed as a multiple personality disorder when it's not because you can clear the entities and there's no more multiple personalities. That's my sister. Yeah. So what happens when we're right and entities enter bodies, when, um, people are drinking, they are high sexual intercourse or they're getting, you know, like they're, they're, they're on drugs when there's an alternative state occurring or when they're reaching out for help and there's a low vibrational frequency and they're, and they're going to be feed, they feed off of other people and they create chaos within other people trying to trigger your worst wounds. Yeah. And that worked. And so tell me how mom triggered it and let's go into that moment. So close your eyes. And if you need to tap your third eye three times, and I want you to take me into the vision of, was it in your kitchen? Where was it? It was in uh, her bedroom that she was staying. Okay. I want you to put yourself in the room and we're going to, there's still like a light going on in, around there. Okay. So we have a protection in the room as you go into this memory and I'm with you in the room. And you have our glass jar with us. Tell me what, what happened in that minute when you actually mirrored the entity back. Did any of the entity enter you? Um, I think it was really close. Um, it may have, I, I couldn't remember what I said. Um, you had like I, a, a memory of not even remembering what happened, like not even remembering the words that came out of my mouth. So it's possible. Um, yes, I think, I think probably so. I think it lived in me for a really long time and I spent a lot of effort. I think it was, you know, part of the reason why I was so ill for so long and in the process of healing my energy field and releasing so much trauma through that work, um, my vibration was able to be raised, but, um, I think it's wanted back ever since and it made its way over in that moment. And then you felt like you were being a bit bipolar since mom left with the rage and going to normal rage and going to normal, correct? Yeah. Like, like having moments of, yeah, just like, damn, where did that come from? And, with her, um, with my husband, my husband triggers me in other ways. He triggers father wounds. Um, but since that time I've been triggered with moments with outbursts of rage with him. Um, yeah. So that's what I saw on you. Just so you know, right when I <coughs> opened up your field and I heard there was one on you, do you, um, has the entity left you? Yes or no? Yes. But I think what it's done is it's wrestled up like since we've been talking and this is what happens when my mother comes over, there's like a burning in my chest and I've had, I haven't been able to clear lung congestion for over a month now. So this is the heart opening mm-hmm. and toxicity. I feel like just has to come out. Right. And so this is a many podcasts I've been talking for the last year. We on a global scale, I want you to understand this. Okay. On a, this is my third book. On a global scale, we are going through a heart opening. And, and this virus who, that hits the heart or the lungs is going to, it, it, there's, so, there's, there's many timelines that you can look at this. And it's always going to be a negative and always going to be a positive because we're on the polarity planet. Your heart is opening. 
Okay. okay. And in order for us to, it sucks, but for some reason on this planet, we have to feel pain to open to love, divine love to the death and resurrection like Jesus went through. I mean, and it's funny that you're in that Christian thing that that death and resurrection is the way to go heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and think so he came down to show that the fifth dimensional field of this divine love has, you have to die. Your old life has to die. You have to die. You have to give up all the things I'd mentioned, you know, in that first quote that immediately came to mind while speaking with you, desire, attachment, ignorance, wrath, anger, anger. If you let go of the anger, I cannot tell everyone who's listening how much closer to heaven you can get. So for me, this journey was so painful. I had to go through every single person, every single part of me that attracted toxicity. Yeah. Because I was a toxic magnet and I was like blaming it on everybody else. And it wasn't, I was creating it because it was in my own subconscious that it somehow that that behavior is normal. Somehow it's okay to yell at me. Somehow it's okay to create guilt. Somehow if, if I'm experiencing it within myself, if I'm experiencing guilt, toxicity, rage, um, negativity, or anything, it is not the other person that's creating it. It lives within me or I will not be able to, to, to heal it. And so if you want to go through this heart opening on a faster level, and I, I am such a, you know, I'm a Nazi about meditation. I am not going to say do 11 minutes. I'm going to say like, no, if you want to get through your own bullshit a lot faster, you have to, 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 and this is the only time to do it is either we can continue down this road of a heavy toxicity, or we can say, okay, I'm going to take two hours a day during a pandemic when I have nothing else to do in my, with my time. And I'm going to completely destroy my subconscious. And I'm going to look at every single pattern one by one, and I'm going to pull them out of me thread by thread. Do you think you can conf- conform, you know, cause remember before you always had a reason to me that you yeah. weren't ready for this work. Yeah, no, I'm in a different place now. Yeah. You have to be ready. You have to hit almost a rock bottom, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm dead. I can't like, I literally, my lungs are in such bad shape. I can't even go outside because the pollen's blooming. And it like my immune system is all awry. It sees like I'm allergic to my mother when she has to shower at my house and I'm not even in her space. I'm allergic to certain people. I've like closed off all text messages and phone calls. I can't go outside (laughs) without it inflaming. Um, Like I can't burn sage, everything in flames. So I'm, I'm pretty desperate. Okay, close your eyes. When did this specific um, inflammation of the lungs begin? I had an infection in January that I took an antibiotic for. Um, And what was that infection? like a bronchitis. I just woke up with it one morning. My husband had it and then I picked it up. It was right after we came back from Nashville for my 40th birthday. And it, it got a little bit better. The cough never fully went away. The lung irritation never fully went away. And then my mother came and then I just started descending again. The pollen bloomed. I started the candida cleanse and I had one tough, uh, chakra balancing session with a client who was clearing great. Have you ever had asthma? No, but this feels like asthma. So in this case, as a Western medical practitioner, if you're having an inflammation and is there any difficulty breathing? There was, or there has been moments. Yeah. I mean, you may just, in, it, just in this case, you can, you can get a steroid that will help your lungs. Okay. And you could do You can just so you know, on a Western medical basis, I, I could one. prescribe you prednisone for 10 days. That's not a bad idea to take under the circumstances, right? Yeah. It's going to cover up what's going down, going on in your body. But if you had bronchitis and you had inflammation, and you're having a difficult time breathing on a practical level, on a Western medical level, mm-hmm. I, pre- I prescribe you prednisone, maybe 10 days. You don't have asthma, but I mean, if you're having a super hard time breathing, I would give you, you know, an inhaler, but I wouldn't necessarily probably just prednisone. And that would help you if you're having those shortness of breath or difficulty breathing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would take that. 
I don't think it's a bad idea. I intuitively feel like that might be a good idea just to like get your body to, you know, healing because your gut is going through so much. I would, so for you, I would, I would do the celery juice in the morning for your gut. Do you know about the celery juice? Yes. And I did some of that, but I feel like I was on the upswing and then I did the celery juice. Celery juice really detox. So I am wicked sensitive to detoxes and that's why I come, I may be in this position is because I started a candida cleanse. Um, but then I did the celery juice when I felt like I was on the upswing and then I descended back down into Mm. more suffering. So I think it could be, I don't know if it's wise right now. Do you feel like in the past that you've uh, cut your calories back in order to use it as a form of control? No. Have you ever like, is, have you ever like taken things away from yourself? Does this make sense? Like used, um, Anything in your past, this, I am not reading you. I'm just intuitively asking these things. I'm not like looking at your body and seeing, but have you ever taken away food as a punishment or has food ever taken away from you as a punishment? Or does that make sense? Like, you know how women do that where they're like, (laughs) I'm going to control this. And then maybe your body's having a reaction to that. Um, the only time I've ever done those kinds of diets is to physically feel better. It was when I was suffering from chronic illness and was desperate for solutions. So I would have someone encourage me to go vegan or to go no carb. Okay. So Um, one thing I can say, just, I was just asking about your history. One thing I can say at a time like this during a pandemic is the absolute worst time ever to go on a cleanse. Yeah. So anyone who's listening, if you're trying to be like, come skinny at a, during a pandemic, do not do that. Because when you're, when you're trying to cleanse, during a pandemic, your immunity naturally you'll get a cold, you'll be susceptible to the outside world, like your immune system will just start to fight off, like everything will come up, okay, yeah. on an emotional, physical, spiritual level. And so right. we already have enough stress going on in this world. And I was just asking, like, because some women have a tendency to like control the fear of the outside world by like uh, taking away calories and controlling, you know, like or being bulimic, like whatever your go to control mechanism is to make yourself feel okay. And so trauma can be triggered in different ways and the brain literally get triggered in different ways. And sometimes people go quiet. Sometimes people go reactive. Sometimes um, they go bulimic because it's a control thing. They don't eat. There's so many, so many PTSD symptoms that we don't even recognize. Um, I don't think you should be on a cleanse right now. Oh, hell no. I mean, it was a was an herbal cleanse that my doctor wanted me to tr- start because I had a stool test that revealed a ton of candida. Right, right. And so now we're just in a different time. And so like yeah. even, so if you did take celery juice, you're going to take it and then you're going to eat all day and eat nutrient dense foods all day. Like you need to go through a thing of just complete self-love. Yeah. And, and it's like, what can I eat? Like the other day, I would not normally eat a bagel, but I really needed a bagel. And I, and I, and then I, it's so funny because I was listening to a pod, listening to a podcast and the woman said during, after ovulation, you often will crave, um, carbohydrates because of the progesterone level. And I said, that's so interesting. And I listened to my body to have the bagel, but it's like, we just sort of have to do that, get in tune what our body needs at that time and just trust that that's the calories we need. Do you Mm -hmm. think you're capable of doing that right now? I mean, yes, it's just that I haven't felt like my appetite has been up and down where, because my, I think my bowels and my detox organs are just congested. Yeah. So that's what I saw when I looked at you. Yeah. I mean, I'll hit points or periods where I'm like, I can't finish my dinner. I just can't. Like I, I have no appetite or. And that's okay. Just don't finish your dinner. Oh yeah. I mean, I have no issue eating (laughs) at all. Right. Uh, when I, when I crave it, when I need it, when I want it, yeah. I feel pretty balanced in that way. I okay, have a good. balanced relationship with food. Okay. I've never really struggled with that. So I want to talk to you about one more thing. Is this all helping you? Cause I feel like oh. we're, cause it's our first session again. So we're going to go over a bunch of different things. It's hard to go into something specific, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a bunch of ideas and I'm going to be really, you know, at the end, we're going to go over a little bit more of a plan. But when the heart is opening on an energetic level, people will often feel bipolar. And so you'll go from your head to feeling like, oh, so peaceful. Everything's okay. Everything's really, really beautiful. And then you're going to go into your head. You're going to go, that's the heart. Sorry. The heart is neutral. The heart knows, the heart is trusting. The heart doesn't really think much about all the details of things that need to happen. The heart 
it's just that more Christ consciousness, right? Which is where we're heading on this planet. And then the head is going to be that level of where mom functioned, where dad functioned. Yeah. And so you're going to go people when at least I went through this and everyone I know who went through this ahead of time, which I went through it last year. And so everyone's going to have to go through it or they won't make it. This is the world's changing. And so you're going to feel a little bit nutty in your head and then you'll go back to your heart and, and then you're like, what is going on? Why is my energy all over? And that could be, it's just an, it's kind of, we're going to go through an exaggeration of what your issues are. And so your issue is mom and dad and this kind of level of rage and entities. That's what we're working on now. Anybody else who's listening, it may be your issue is the bulimia. Maybe your issue is um, the food, the neurotic worrying about the house, the cleaning. It will just kind of, um, during this kind of a period, it's going to come up in your face a bit more. Not even a bit more. Like, it's going to slam in your face. Right? Is this feeling like that? I mean, yeah, it's an overwhelming, I don't feel like myself kind of time. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to start a practice and it has to be more than 11 minutes. Okay. And I'm going to have you write down what I want you to do every day. Okay. The protection mantras. So with you, you're just going to eat what your body needs to eat. Mm -hmm. And then maybe that's just a lot of vegetables and fruits. Whatever, you know, I I know that the candida doesn't like fruit. I'm not, I don't understand necessarily the candida diets because. It's basically no sugar. Yeah, I I just, I mean, I understand. It's hard for me to understand how to do that because I think fruits are very good for you. Um, So it doesn't logically make sense to me. Well, and my adrenal glands are really taxed right now and they need fruit. Yeah, so it's like I kind of feel like your intuition is what heals you, not necessarily like what somebody else tells you is going to heal you. Right, right. I've been intuitive. Yeah, I've been intuitively eating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then feel if that makes more sense to you. I think using Western medicine is a great idea. I don't, I'm not opposed to it. I like a balance of both, <clears throat> as you can see. I'm just trying to avoid another antibiotic because I think that's part of why I'm in this place. And right, but prednisone is different. Yes. If you're having a difficulty breathing, doing the prednisone is it may help you. You can make a decision in the next three days about that. Okay. Doing fists of anger every single day. You can Google it. Fists, fists of ang- yeah. anger. That's okay. going to help with the rage. It's three minute meditation. You take your fists and you tuck your thumb inside of your fingers to make fists, and you you go up and over your head. It's on YouTube. Anyone who's listening, and you blow out through your mouth. And you do this for three minutes, but you make sure you go up and over your head. So, because if you miss that, you'll, you'll find yourself going like this because you don't really want to get the rage out. You think about everything that makes you angry. And if you need to do that multiple times a day, that's fine meditation to repeat. Okay. That's going to get the rage out. Um, okay. We haven't even gone that into the memories heart, of. Do you think? Huh? You think that will help with my heart and the lung and the toxicity? Yes. You can't open the heart. The heart can't open until the rage is gone. Like, and if you need, if you're a Christian and you love Jesus, I, I consider Jesus as a, like the Christ consciousness uh, as a man who is a, you know, I, like I have mother Mary and Jesus all over my house. Am I religious? No, mm-hmm. but you can look at Jesus and his attributes as a, you know, go to him as, as a helper through this and say, show me Christ consciousness. What does this mean? How do I get there? And he'll take you through it. So use him, like write that down, use him and. Go to whatever you need to be reading. A book to help you awaken is the Sophia Code. Oh, I've heard of that. I need you to start to read that. Anyone who's listening, I need you to start to read the Sophia Code. Buy the Sophia Code today. It is on Amazon by Kaya Ra. And it is about the feminine ascended masters, and they will help you through this process. And it will create the Christ consciousness within you, and it won't be necessarily easy. (laughs) because <laughs> you have to get through your crap and then you will become a better human. And that's the only way we're going to bring these children down. Okay. Um, then are you doing your Jupiter chakra meditation? Yes, but I'm doing the 11. <laughs> so now I want you to do 33. Okay. The 11 minutes is going to get you just a little bit. 
33 minutes is going to go through your patterns and you, yeah. they won't exist okay. anymore and your career will take off because you won't have the trauma. Okay. How long have you been doing the 11 for? You just started again, didn't you? You stopped. I did when my mom was here. Okay. So just do the, do it, do it as long as you can do it. Right. So, and then there's another one called addiction meditation you can do. So, I mean, the next time we speak, we'll see how far you get through these things. I'm going to just give them to you. You can research them. Addiction meditation is also on my website at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. And it's super simple. You can do it for three minutes or five minutes. And it's free on my website. It's a download if you go there. And it's also in my book, Mystical Motherhood. And you can Google it, addiction meditation, kundalini meditation for addiction. And it's going to help you with all the thoughts about mom, all the thoughts you have about it's her fault. It's her fault. I hate my mom. I hate my dad. No, God, they are helping you to grow up and have your heart open. Thank God. So as the heart is opening, we create villains in our life to help us open. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, my ex-husband was my villain. Oh, the man. Oh, could just have blah. Guess what? We're best friends now. We're fine. I needed him to do that because my heart ha- needed to be open. And yeah. he became a villain that I cre- I self-created him as a villain. Yeah. And we don't even know. I mean, I don't, I do feel like your parents have entities, but it's like sometimes did they choose to have entities so that you'd awaken? Did those, you know, we don't know the bigger picture of all of this. We don't right. understand. Like, did you self-create those entities or the forms of that? And I'm reading your consciousness and how you perceive them. Am I just reading you in a way that makes you feel comfortable and makes your little girl feel heard that you actually grew up like this? We don't know, mm-hmm. but we know that my, my read for you is, is accurately interpreting your reality mm-hmm. and that validates what you're feeling so that you can begin to open up your reality and experience something new. And so I can't tell you that these will heal you, but I can tell you they will change your life. And it's the fastest technology that I know of right now and the Sophia Code combined that will accelerate your growth and um, make you a better human. And now you're ready to do that, right? Okay. And then the protection of your house every single day and yourself. So I, I mean, I am kind of in a pickle with the circumstances of what's going on with my mom. Um, I don't know how to create, I mean, honestly, if I could completely cut her out of my life, I would. Um, there's no relationship and it's just, it just makes me feel like shit. So I don't want her in my life, but um, she's going through a divorce and she's walking through her own demons and she puts herself in a state of lack as best she can, as often as she can. So she's constantly in need Um, so I don't know how to create really intense boundaries with her while she's in these circumstances. Well, make sure you have your mirrors up around you. So you make sure that you're creating the mirrors. I taught you this. Yes. You put the mirrors up around your, your thing. And so she can only look (laughs) at herself and her own, um, we can do, did we, did we cut contracts with your mom during any sessions? In the next session, we can cut all contracts with her. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we ever did that. Build. I don't, and I don't even know that I'm, I don't, I don't know that I was totally clear on what my contract with her was. Well, that would be a, a session in itself. Okay. So within the next session, we can work on if there's any contracts with your mom and I can take you through your own birth and why you chose your mother. So in our next session together, I think that's what we should do is I can take you. It'll be deep, 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 deep. Like you'll get really high. And I'll take you up and we'll, um, together, I'll show you how you can look down. And anybody who's listening will be super beneficial for you um, because we can look down and, and we all chose our families and these patterns for these amazing reasons. And we choose these people in our life. And it's like, once you see, oh, that's so cool. I chose it because of that. You let go of the, you let go of the contract of why you had to come and learn that lesson. Yeah. And then it, it just, you break those bonds, that DNA complex kind of thing. And then you don't have to experience it anymore, but on a human level right now. So there's always the human level of things and there's the divine level of things. Uh, and you'll find that 
as you become more and more in your in your divinity on earth the div- the human level things are you just become so neutral like about what's happening you can see the bigger picture of it and you can see that it all has a meaning and it's all basically a hologram so that we can do next time but on a on on a human level you just tell her you need space and you tell her that you cannot be her mother anymore right and because what she's trying to do is she try if she can't be victim with dad she's going to be victim with you and so you know if there's a druggie if you had like if you had a druggie son and he kept coming back for money and he you knew he was going to go buy heroin with the money would you give him money and if there was a sex offender that was going to come in your house um, and hurt your children, would you let the sex offender in? No. And if there was somebody that you knew that was like, like there's a nasty little kid that was going to play with your son, and you knew every time he hit your son, would you let him in the house? No. So why does the little girl in you think it's okay to be... Um, to be the mother and allow your, your, and what role did you guys play in the past where you were her mother? And those are the things you're going to work on until then. It's like, why do we allow our, what, what part of you thinks it's okay to allow someone else to play victim so that you can be the constant helper. And so your role in the past field of like always being an, a CEO, always leading, always um, being the healer, always, or always being the one in charge, helping the Christian community, uh, that's an ego. Mm-hmm. And there's an ego left in you that I'm calling mm-hmm. out right now that says, I am the leader of this family. Because no one else led. And so that little girl in you around the age of seven to eight that says, this is bullshit. I'm going to show you all how to actually be leaders in this world. You don't need to do that anymore. Okay. And we all have to like slowly see our own ignorance. Remember the beginning? Yeah. And you have to look at, for the past year, there's been parts of you that have been ignorant to the things that you really need to see about yourself. And ignorance comes not in projecting onto other people what their issues are. It's about looking at your own issues and owning them. And I have done this to myself like a demon myself. Like I'm like, Bruh! you know, like I am going to take every little part of me and say, this doesn't belong in me anymore. This isn't how Christ would act. I don't want to be an asshole. Oh, right. You know, that's how I have to talk to myself. Like, what, what about me that thinks me I'm so much better that I can't accept that? Or So that part of you that thinks it's, you always have to be strong, and anyone who's listening, everybody's going to go to their weakest moment right now, unless you've done a tremendous amount of work and you're ready to fully lead on a spiritual level. Because right now, the, the regular leading, the leading in finances, the leading in business, the leading in um, all those things are not going to be the leaders. It's going to be people that have done the spiritual work that will become the leaders of the future because everyone will be looking for spirituality, not necessarily money, because there's, it's all going to be switching the religion and the spirit and all that stuff. So finding your soul is the most important thing right now. And sometimes that means separating from the, our own identifications of where, who we think we are. And so part of your homework until the next time we speak is to look at all the identifications you have had of yourself. Like, who do you think you are right now? And how has that crumbled? And then go into Mary Magdalene's quote, re-listen to this, and go into Mary Magdalene's quote of where do you, where are you still attached? Where do you still have ignorance around who you think you are and who you should be. Where do you toxify your body? So what kind of, what kind of poisons do you put inside of yourself? What kind of lies do you tell yourself to continually create this type of behavior? How do you project onto others? your own issues and blame them for your own issues? And how do you not take ownership for your own behaviors? And then when you're raging, is it really somebody else's issue or is it yours? 
Yeah. I mean, that's why when I first emailed you, I was like, I, I, there's either an entity attached to me or I have an immense amount of toxicity that's rising to the surface that needs to be dealt with. I and think it I was know, both. Yeah. I mean, it was almost working like a magnet to start the process of pulling it out. And I'm literally brought to my knees, desperate to, to address it and, and clear, clear and cleanse it and face it. And I, I mean, I have come, I processed through a lot over the last year, but I have felt for sure that there's so much more to heal and so much further to go. And so like clarity, I just, I knew that, that I lacked clarity on myself in a lot of ways. And, you know, the infertility journey kind of requires it of you to look deeply at these things. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm ready for the next step. Okay. You do those meditations and yeah. you begin to do those questions and mm-hmm. you and I will have an entirely different experience the next time we meet. You, you see that? Do you feel that in your heart? Yes. Was yes. this helpful? Yes. I feel like it, it got the ball rolling. I think I came wanting a quick fix. Um, but knowing that I've had so much to marinate on over the last year that this would not be a single session. So, um, I'm glad. Okay, good. Yeah. I love you very much. Thank you, Chelsea. I love you too. Okay. I'll talk to you very soon. Okay. 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 Sending love. Bye-bye.